Hey, hey there. Welcome back. And if you're new to my podcast, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. With all the ups and downs over the last couple years and the continuing desire to regain our footing with now having to deal with inflation, gas prices, and reintegrating back into the world, are you curious to know whether fatherhood has shifted its course during all of this? With June 19th quickly approaching the date in which we celebrate Father's Day here in the U.S., I thought it important that we talk about dads this week. Hi there, I'm Dr. Kelly Ray, and I'm a mindset coach, counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer, and I am passionate about helping others just like you and me who have survived things perhaps we don't like to talk about. But we know we want to, to be better for ourselves because it's good for our kids and their kids to come. I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic, that inner childhood conditioning, or as I'd like to say, undo that crap that happened to you and continues to keep you maybe somewhat stuck and teach you how to heal from it in order to live the vibrant life you were designed to live. And during this week's episode, we're going to be talking about how it's taken a pandemic to change fatherhood. And for many dads, there's no going back to normal. For many, Father's Day can be an uncomfortable or even a painful topic or holiday. Perhaps there's a a strain of some kind in you and your dad's relationship. Perhaps you don't even know your dad. Perhaps you recently lost your dad. This can be all the reasons why this day can feel difficult. And although this episode may not be the cure-all for those situations, perhaps it can be a hope for our future generations as we talk about how the pandemic in some ways forced a change. Despite the considerable challenges many families are facing right now, one silver lining appears to be the strengthened relationship between dads and their kids. Large number of dads have reported having more meaningful conversations with their kids, getting to know their kids better, sharing more with their kids about their own life appreciating their kids more, and discovering new shared interest with them. I don't know about you, but with all the fake news, media sensationalism, and political division, and social media platform shenanigans, this information feels like a breath of fresh air. Oh, amazing. In fact, the pandemic changed fatherhood for many dads. And I'd even go out on a limb and say a change for the better. Fathers of small children especially were forced to step up and help out in a way that we've never seen before with virtual schooling and much more. As a result of that, dads got to spend a lot more time with their kids. I would go so far to say this was the fastest growth period for dads in the last 40 years. Many dads have reported that being present has been substantially impactful on them. 
they feel more physically present as well as mentally and spiritually present. This is something dads will need to be mindful of, be mindfully present of as we proceed forward and as life speeds back up once again for us. With more and more parents having the ability to work remotely, this can be an easy way to maintain that connectedness and closeness. But for those who have to return to an out-of-the-home workspace, it's imperative that you schedule your time to maintain your work life and home life balance that you did during this whole time you were building and connecting with your kids. One of the very easiest ways to keep this connection with your kids is to put down your damn phones. Yes, we've all been thrusted into an online world too as a result of COVID. All of us have. And as a result, we've been life-supported to our devices, or so we've become to depend on them as such. We've become to depend on them as our life supports. Beyond just putting down the phone to make yourself more available to your kids and to be present, we need to be mindful that kids mirror behavior. And if we are not mindful of our actions that they are mirroring, we're going to have an entire generation of kids that are going to assume this is normal behavior. This should be a concern to all of us, not just dads. It's probably no surprise to you, my listeners, that I'm a firm believer in counseling and coaching. Not just because that's what I do for a living, but because of the benefits I and others have gained as a result of it. As we invest in new cars, taking getaways, upgrading our phones, and investing in our hobbies, I encourage you to invest in a support system. Whether that's working with someone like myself or leaning on other dads, it's super valuable to have support. There's an old adage, little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems, to which I add, you are a parent the remainder of their life. Parenting doesn't stop when they reach 18. It merely changes forms. Having a support system helps you deal with anxiety, stress, and all the demands that life brings. And on the other hand, it may not necessarily be stress or anxiety that you're feeling, but rather having someone else going through what you're going through that can help build a strength and confidence in your parenting role. There's also something very liberating about knowing you're not the only one going through it and you can bounce ideas off one another. This may be a new concept to consider as the silent generation, those born from 1925 to 1945, and the baby boomers born from 1946 to 1964 were not necessarily generations that sat down and talked about these kinds of things and therefore weren't able to pass that wisdom down. Not that they didn't have wisdom to pass down, this just wasn't one of them. 
I don't think there's a whole lot of talking from those generations on fatherhood aside from go to work and come home. However, I look at this recent time period in our history as an opportunity to shift the way things have always been to something that can propel society forward in a healthier way. We have so many more resources available for dads, for instance. Publications devoted entirely to the celebration of fatherhood, which can be found at fatherly.com. There are support groups designed just for dads, and they are easily accessible online, more often than not now these days. Gone are the days where we have to take time off work or go after work to get support. We can obtain this during our lunch breaks and not even leave our desk if we don't want to. There are podcasts available to support dads that can be listened to while driving or working. As adult children whose dad is still living, many of you have shared with me how you've spent more time with them, them meaning your parents or your dad, whereas prior to the COVID shutdowns, it just felt like there wasn't enough hours in the day to connect and do everything. I know for myself, I made a decision nearly 12 years ago when my mom passed away to call and text or text with my dad nearly every single day. Now my family has always been close, so this may not have been out of the ordinary, but I knew I wanted to keep that connection strong. I have been extremely blessed to have a dad that's been fully present in both my brother and I's life. Both my dad and my mom made decisions early on that they were going to be hands-on parents, which meant being presently active in our lives. As part of that decision, it was also agreed upon by them that mom didn't work. She was active in our classrooms, our academics and social activities. She would take me and my horse to riding lessons weekly. She got us involved in 4-H sports and social activities with our friends. She got to know our friends and made them feel like family too. Dad coached our various sports and even served as president to the girls softball association I played on. Dad taught us how to cook on a wood-burning stove when we'd lose power for hours on end because of the weather. Dad taught both my brother and I about finances, the importance of saving money, and showing us the most amazing work ethics ever. Telling you, if you have a good work ethic, you'll never go hungry. We ate dinner together as a family. We physically built a house together. We created a home together. We camped. We water skied in the summer. Don't get me wrong. We were not in the upper class family. My parents just prioritized the way they wanted to spend their lives with their kids. So they made us a priority and we did things together. My dad is a great communicator. And when there felt like there was discord in the family, he had no problem and still to this day has no problem calling a family meeting together so we can hash things out. 
He's willing to have uncomfortable conversations. He's willing to hold space for you to try new things, even if that means failing. He's continually open to learn new things and experience new things. He values his family dearly and often worries, even if there's nothing to worry about, that we're all doing okay. He's been a father role model to my daughter since she does not have a dad. He, along with my brother Clint, my two cousins Joe and Blake, and my close friend Dan have all stepped up and served as a positive male role model for her. I am ever grateful for them. And knowing my heart of hearts, there are so many amazing men out there filling this same role in a child's life. Forgive me for getting so emotional, but I feel this at the depth of my soul. I want you to know I see you. You are not forgotten. You are not merely being overrode by those parents who have chose not to show up for their child's life. You are the other half of the paired whole that creates the generations to come. You are valuable and you are so very needed. And before we wrap up this episode, I think it's very important to talk about how to keep up the increased engagement between dads and their kids, especially because life will and is speeding up again. It seems likely that the world has been changed forever by this pandemic both due to the lingering stress and the changes of our work lives. And yet, despite the exhaustion and uncertainty, I have no doubt whatsoever that dads are grateful for the time they had with their kids. Now, the question is, how do we keep up the increased engagement as we return to quote-unquote normalcy? I'm going to give you three easy ways to do that. One, be willing to be direct in asking for flexibility with your employer. Dare I say that dads have more leverage in the workplace than before. While you may have previously felt some reluctance or shame around asking for flexibility, Now it's not crazy or off the table to say, I'd like to work from home, or I need to pick up my kids. And if you're self-employed, I encourage you to schedule this flexibility in your schedule. Because after all, as a self-employed person myself, I know all too well how easy it is to overschedule yourself and then have no wiggle room. <laughs> and the worst part is, you have no one to blame but yourself because you're your own scheduler. Number two, technology is great to reinforce boundaries. 
If you're putting Zoom meetings or other work obligations on your calendar, put family obligations on there as well to ensure they remain a priority. Even if they're just something regular like family dinners. I know it may sound obvious, but it works. I used to put blocks, say 15 minutes before I'd leave the office. Those would be blocked on my calendar just to make sure something didn't get scheduled so that I couldn't get out on time to pick my daughter up from school. I put in that barrier, that little blockage there. Number three, keep communication open. Finally, if you have a partner, check in regularly. Couples need to talk about how they feel they're doing as parents, whether there are ways they might do better or how they might better support each other. Being clear about your own needs as well as your children's will help alleviate stress for everyone. Also, be willing to praise one another for what's going well. I also extend these same sentiments out to my divorced parents who are choosing to co-parent with one another. I got one more. I know I said three, but I'm gonna sneak in a fourth one here. Choose to stay connected. This one is for the dads and their adult kids. Just as you may have reconnected or spent more time together during the pandemic, I encourage you to keep that as you move forward. If we learned anything from the pandemic, it was that time is precious. Our health is important and connection with others is essential. Whether you choose to do weekly Zoom or FaceTime chats or monthly get togethers, make it a priority. Mark it down, make it happen. After all, Many of you were complaining before the pandemic how you didn't have any time. And when the universe gave it to you, you were given an opportunity to evaluate and reprioritize your time. I hope that you follow through with that commitment to yourself and your loved ones. This pandemic has revealed a number of cracks in our society such as childcare, mental health, and overstressed and overstretched families are only a few of the issues. But there has been at least one happy outcome I think we can celebrate. Many dads took the opportunity to step into their dad role differently and spend more time with their kids. And that, my dear precious fathers out there, we prepare to celebrate you on Sunday, June 19th. And to my own dad, Blake Brown. Thank you for continuing to be the greatest dad a girl could ever dream of having. I love you beyond words. Okay, so if you have found this episode helpful, then I encourage you to follow this podcast and share it with others because every week I share ways to help you get through your week. Last and certainly not least, if you'd like to connect with me, here's how you can do that. 
I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K E L L Y R A E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B is in Brown. My website is drkellyray.com and my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.